What is going on, everyone? This is Tyler Solar Guy with your Bridge the Gap podcast here. I'm really excited about our guest today, um, owner of Efficient Roofing. Justin Laughlin is in the house. We're going to be diving deep about roofing, about solar, about how these two industries tie into one another and what it looks like in the future for us to start bridging the gap between these industries. Uh, but also, I, I just want to hear a little bit more about how Justin got into it, um, what he's doing with Efficient Roofing right now, what he's doing to, to shake up the market with the lack of the monsoon season that we've had, uh, and all these things that we're experiencing uh, being part of the roofing industry out there. Just touching on some key some key topics. Um, ex excited to dive deep, excited to have you here, man. Thank you so much yeah. for being on the show and doing this with me. Uh, first podcast, right? First podcast. Awesome. So, so. so we'll, we'll, we'll get this going on Spotify, Apple Play here in a couple weeks. Dakota will work as magic, get it out there, and, and get some good content. Um, we've had a few good episodes roll out recently, and this is going to be another one. Um, so to start our conversation off, I just want to, uh, I always like to go back to how you got into the roofing industry originally, and, and uh, also why you enjoy being in the roofing industry. Well, it took me a long time to um, love to be love to be in the roofing company. You know what I mean? And we'll probably get into that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, but I got into roofing. My stepfather uh, has a roofing company. You know, still real small. You know, but I mean, right out of high school, to be honest, I didn't even finish. You know, <laughs> I quit high school. I started working. You He's know, from here. Yep. 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 So, and then I just went to work. You know, and then started roofing. You know, it was easy money. It was quick money. You know, that's kind of why we're in it. You know, instant gratification, as they say. And uh, I've been roofing. I took a th three-year break from it. You know, but then like '08 happened, and then I got back into roofing after that. But uh, my stepdad, he still roofs. You know, he's doing his thing. He's mainly up in Sholo and stuff like that. But um, we don't talk a whole lot. You know. But you guys kind of went your separate ways, and, and yeah. uh, was that part of the break when the break happened, um, or was that not really? Just, we're just okay. we're just different people. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. Okay. So, but he taught you. Yep, he taught me to um, just get after it and never quit. You know, it's when one thing my dad taught me. My dad did stucco. Okay. You know, and uh, no matter what, he saw he always push and grind as hard as you can. You know what I mean? And he had good morals. You know what I mean? Kind of got me where I'm at, you know? So you're in school, not really enjoying school or liking school or school just wasn't for you, whatever it was. Yeah. But you saw people in your family were having success in the traits. You yep. knew that was an option and you took it. Yep. Yep. And I don't know, I just, uh, it's kind of, I wouldn't say I was a rebel, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I guess I didn't listen, <laughs> you know, so when I did my own thing, yeah, I mean, that's, that age, man. Yeah. that's why a lot of people are thinking why they do their own thing, you know, it's because yeah. uh, they want that freedom, you know? Yeah. It's something you don't realize, though. You, you don't have a whole lot of freedom when you're a business owner, you know? It's a common misconception, right? <laughs> it's the... I call it the entrepreneurial seizure, which which I had one, right? I was the, the technician. Oh, I could go do it better. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to start this business. Yep. I want to, you know, make all the money, be at the top, do what I want. Yep. And then, but really, you just get into this role that is more demanding, more stressful. Yep. All these things start popping up. You, really, all the problems have to be 
resolved by you instead of just being part of a team like you're you're leading and overseeing this team yeah. uh, and just anything that pops up you're having to deal with it now right yeah and you really have to you know one thing i'd learn i had a lot of different personalities in the company you know mm -hmm. and everyone we have now is, has heart you know what I mean? They're on the same brave wing. No matter what, they'll go out of the way to make it right. You guys have a great team. Yeah, thank you. I really thank like you. your team over there. Um, everyone is just, you know, they if they make a mistake, they apologize. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, sorry about that. You know, like, they're, they're hard on themselves in a way. You know what I mean? And it was hard to find. You know what I mean? Because and it wasn't always like that. No. And you had to start making no. this change. Almost everyone in my company didn't have roofing experience, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, well, if they can learn it, I can learn it, you know? And we do the proper trainings now, and, like, you know, we're having trouble with Polyco systems. We had Polyco come in for a couple of days. They did all kinds of training, you know, and it ixnated everything, you know? So I'm like, you know what? We'll do it for every. We'll do it for HR. We'll do it for sales. We'll do it for general manager, you know what I mean? And I just started doing stuff for, like, ownership, you know, kind of a... Uh, I guess an exit plan guy, you know what I mean? Everyone's got to have an exit plan is what I learned, Yeah. you know? Sure. I mean, it could be when you're 70, you know? Nothing lasts but, forever. Yeah. But, you know, there's no handbook on how to build a roofing company because everyone does things a little bit different. Sure. You know, that's what's one thing I learned. It's what I love about you is, you know, bridging the gap, you know? And I'm like, man, this guy is out there, and he's just grinding and getting to know all these people. Like yeah. he does has no fear of getting to know these random people. I don't know. know. I don't know about that all the way. Yeah, you and I are very similar in, yeah. in terms of us being on a little bit more introverted side, at least naturally, and like trying to having to force ourselves into that getting to know other people and just getting out their role. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I was never the social butterfly, but you know, once yeah. you start realizing that. There's 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 power in that networking. Yeah. Not just not just like selfish like this is going to benefit me power, mm -hmm. but you know you only live once, and if you can be a part of something, you know bigger and like and and not live with life with regrets, I think it looks like yeah. using you know utilizing the people around us who are resources and working yeah. together for a bigger purpose, cause, mission, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and just by doing that, I gained a ton of confidence. You yeah. know, it was confidence was the issue. Yeah. You know, like I never, I grew up roofing. I never talked to other roofing companies. Mm -hmm. I never went to roofing school. You yeah. know, I just, it was trial and error, dealing with the homeowners, talking to clients. You know, one thing I love, it's hard to get me out of sales. You know, I love talking to people. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you just learn little things. You pull little stuff from them that, you know, yesterday I was with a, a old lady, you know, she was 80 years old. Big, huge Western home, you know, her husband passed like 15 years ago. We talked for two hours. I didn't get home till 7 o'clock, you know? Yeah, yeah, because you were being relational. Yep, and we were just talking, and, you know, I'm 38, you know, and she's like, oh, my God, you're just a baby. And I'm like, I'm 80. And I'm like, I mean, if you put it that way, I mean, I think I'm getting old because I'm almost 40, you yeah, know what I mean? But, double, double the amount of time. <laughs> yeah, there. and I'm like, holy cow, I have a lot of time left. Yeah. That's like half my life. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, all right, I have time still. You yeah. know, one of the other things like we were talking about. Yeah, you know, one yeah. probably one of the most valuable thing is time. You know. Yeah, and I feel like in our twenties we let that slip. So you know, a lot of people. And so what? What happened? Because you were roofing, and you were grinding, grinding away, doing your thing, and then 
something shifted where you're like, I need a team with more heart, and I need a team. I can't just do this by myself. You know, you don't want to start creating or, or going down the road that maybe your uncle or your dad did, where mm -hmm. you, now you're, you're shifting this thing to to really scale it is what I see. You're, mm -hmm. you're scaling, but you're bringing people up with you, and you're delegating a lot more. Yeah. You know, and, and that's mm -hmm. really um, what made you want to start making that shift to that. And I mean, it took me a long time to really understand what I want. And you let me just mean? say, too, sorry to cut you off, but there's so many people out there who are on both sides of this coin that are listening, that are roofers, that are doing the grind away. And, like, yeah. maybe it's because they got the trust issue on whatever it is. I don't know. It's different for everyone. But just kind of speaking to that person who was where you were, you know, in that, too, and, and why you wanted to make the change. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we want to be business owners, for one, to have cool things, cool mm -hmm. materialistic things, you know. Um, go out and race cars and hot rods and side-by-sides, -side dirt bikes, all the little stuff, you know, which there's no one sat on a sea do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and like I worked and worked and worked and worked, and I got all those things, and I'm like, okay, now what? Like, it didn't do anything for me. It didn't, yeah. it didn't fill that void. I still had, like, a empty, some, something inside me was empty. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, man. And, like, I've grown attached. Like, one of my employees has been with me over 10 years now. And, you know, I'm like, he's, he's starting to have kids and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, right now where we're at, I'm going to succeed. Mm -hmm. No one else will. Right. You know what I mean? And I was getting so, I was almost getting overwhelmed in a way to where I was like, like I was bringing all the leads, like, and I didn't do a lot of advertising then, you know, um, but it was just a lot. Like it was dark to dark, no matter what. Yeah. And I was like, man, there's more to life than this. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I love it and I love grinding and stuff like that, but there's more to life than this, you know? And I was like, I pulled everyone aside in the company, you know, which there wasn't a lot of people <laughs> then, you know, there was like six of us. Like, and there was some other in-house guys, you know, and I'm like, I was like, all right, there's two options we could do. You know what I mean? We can downscale a little bit in a way, as in cherry pick our leads, you know what I mean? Do quality work because it's going to slow us down, you know, so we could take more time to do the jobs, you know, and really push a huge quality, you know, do like more metal roofs and do, you know, only sell... The, the Taj Mahal underlayment, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Stop doing repairs, stuff like that. I was all, or we can grow this thing and everyone else can succeed. Mm -hmm. I was all, but it takes a team. It doesn't take one person, it takes a team. Mm -hmm. I was all, so we have to grow. I was like, you have to want to change. You have to want to be better than you were yesterday. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was all, it's a huge thing, you know? And it took me a lot of time to realize that, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's years, like we talked about, years of Avengers, you know yeah. what I mean? Just partying and doing all the stuff that people say, I wouldn't take it all back. Well, you know, there's some, I met some really good people and some really good friends that helped me in business, you know? Also, but 98% of them, they're yeah. not around anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. But, um, you know, and once I started growing and once I seen started seeing the team elevate, you know, and then them talking about their credit scores, you know, and talking about, like, 
this podcast that they watched or this video that they watched and you know hear them call me with the resolution hey this is how i fix i'm going to fix this not what the, do you not think just the problem not just the problem which i enabled a lot of it too like right. i had to do a lot of growth and a lot of self-growth to like delegate right. in a way and right. you know when you are constantly giving the solution to the problem mm -hmm. then they're just going to yeah. pick up that phone and call even more because it's the path of least resistance to get it resolved instead of putting in the yeah, time to it, find the solution on their own, right? I mean, I didn't realize for years how much I enabled everybody. Yeah. You yeah. know, because I would answer the question for them. Mm -hmm. it's a, and it's sometimes the littlest things, you know yeah. what I mean? The littlest things can hold you back from your success or something, you know? And for one, I had to, like, dig deep and try to figure out how to... Get, get rid of some of my demons in a way you yeah. know what I mean and like I never was one thing I know I'm proud of and it's one thing morals morals were taught in my family you know what I mean treat people how you want to be treated and my dad always said it treat people how you want to be treated and always do what you say you're going to do that got me to here yeah <laughs> you no, know that's pretty far. That, that's, <laughs> that's like that's lost most people yeah even even those yeah. two key things yeah so having that it's a great foundation, but you realize, okay, there's some, you know, I got to fine tune it a little more past that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, just seeing the team's growth, I mean, that's what does it for me. And that's filling the void. Yep. That's, that's yep. that emptiness that the, the, the material stuff couldn't fill. It's being filled by helping others. Yeah. And, and you hear that so often. There's, some, there's something special and powerful to that, right? And I think it gets missed by a lot of the younger generation, but even some of the older generation. People get caught up in, thinking that that's going to take care of it, that next new truck, new boat, new, new whatever, but it's all temporarily. And I heard someone recently, I think it was, um, uh, what's Natalie Dawson's um, uh, uh, husband's name? Do you, do you remember and recall? He might be on the line. But the Dawson's, they're, they're multi-multi-millionaires. And he was speaking at a conference. and. Uh, He's talking about owning Bentleys or car, cool cars or something like that. And it was cool at first. Mm -hmm. but by the time you you get it, it only lasts a little bit. And, it, and that amount of joy that you get from it gets shorter and shorter mm -hmm. each time you get that next thing. Yep. Next thing you know, you're hopping in an awesome, you know, hundreds, hundred, you know, $250,000 car. And, and mm -hmm. it's cool for about five minutes now. And so the void, it, it just it fills it less and less and less the longer you go on down that stretch. And... I just don't think that's what we're meant, what we're here for. You know, I think we're, we are here going back to the networking, getting out, talking to people, mm -hmm. helping people, and just, you know, bringing each other along in this life with us, I think is key. And that's why you start to feel that whatever inner void is that's being filled by, by something that's just much more meaningful. That's going to have a long-term lasting impact, yeah. to like the credits, like the helping out in their lives and things like that. You it's, know. It's, it's huge, you know, and just I made so many little mistakes. You know what I mean? From instant gratification. Yeah. You know? And now now it's like, all right. You know, we almost, we scaled back in a way in the company, you know? And I was like, hey, we're going back to square one, how to start a company. You know? And we went over. I was like, I don't I don't want to do any more. And we did last year. You know what I mean? I'm like, we're doing great. I was all, I want to get this company to where there's, you know, a handbook for every position in this. You're working on the foundation. The foundation, you know what I mean? To where we can have someone come in and, hey, here's what you have to do. It's a simple process, and those processes get skipped. I think it's what a lot of people learn. It's And it's hard to do that. You know, I admire a lot of these larger companies that have all this stuff figured out. And, like, 
even talking to them, they still don't ever have it figured out. Yeah. You know, they're still changing stuff. It's, but. it's bits and pieces. You know, yeah. even uh, Tommy Mello with A1 Garage, I don't know if you followed him on social or anything like that, but he he's like a wizard at these systems and processes and books. And but So there's even other industries if you start picking up on that. How's that guy scaled it to be able to bring on, get everyone on the same page with what the culture should be like, even with him not doing the training anymore, you know, and being at a level of, hey, I'm not even there, but the culture still is, you know what you're going to get and expect when you go with this company, you know, and, and it's, it's hard to instill. It's probably one of the hardest things I think to do as a business owner is to create a culture that outlasts you so that even when you're gone, it's it's about the culture that was created and it, and it, that sustains. Yeah. It's like it's almost a like legacy building mm -hmm. at that point. It's hard to figure everyone out. You know, it's hard to figure. It was hard to figure myself out. Mm -hmm. You know, I still don't have myself figured out fully. But you know, now I'm like, now I can. You know, I understand the phrase "smell the flowers." Yeah. You know, take a step back, smell the flowers. Yeah. You know, um, a couple years ago. I had not a clue what that meant. We can't do it when you're going, you know, dark to dark, like you yeah. said. You know, it's just you're going 100 miles an hour, and and uh, without that team in place, it's just impossible. I had someone recently, uh, one of my guys, he, he was talking about the Thanksgiving Day weekend. We took off Thanksgiving Day and the day after, and Thursday, Friday. And uh, one of my guys on Wednesday that week, he's like, yeah, my dad's in town. He, he uh, took off work as, as well. He's a business owner like you, gets the guys going in, in the mornings a little bit, and and he's here in town. I'm like, oh, awesome. What happens with the business when he's coming to visit you? He's like, oh, it, it stops, shuts down. He just gives everyone off. And I'm going, I never want that. You know, if it's a holiday, it's one thing, but I'm just talking about, I can, you know, I can be here with you. You can be here with me today. We can be shooting this podcast talking about just really high-level industry. Where, where, where's the roofing and solar industry going? And we're still able to get out there and, and provide for our customers, for our teams, and there's still things for them to be doing on the back end where you don't have to go dark to dark anymore. Our values are still running strong. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's one of the most important things, you know, and it took me a lot of different people to figure out what that was and... I've been doing it the whole time. I never realized it. Do you guys have core values? Are you? Um, we we talk about it a lot. You know, we don't yeah, have anything. I'd love to just you know wrap our walls with just all, stuff up with everything. You know, because I think it's a reminder. You know, you can get frustrated or lose patience one day with somebody, and you know, by by seeing that, you know what I mean. It's gonna scale you back to where you need to be. Yeah. You know, and that way you can stay in the same path on that on that timeline. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I did a thing once with everyone, and I'm like, man, I really want to know, because you know, a lot of a lot of employees don't try, aren't who they are around the around the owner, yes, you know, in correct, a way, correct. you know, they are to a point, you know. I want to talk more about that. Wait, only finish your sentence. But okay. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? I need to figure out who everyone is. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, I want to see what kind of person they are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, I had him. I gave him a piece of paper. They had to fill it all a questionnaire. What de what defines success for you? You know, and I'm like, you know, and you know, some were some. I want to spend time with my family. You know, I'm like, okay. You know, time's the most personally one of the most important things I've I've been learning the last couple of years. You know what I mean? It's like, man, how do I make it to where I can enjoy my life? You know, which. Where we're at in business right now, 
I'm literally having the most fun I've ever had. Like, I want to go to work every single day. You know what I mean? And I make us hear this. If you are out there grinding every day right now, going dark to dark, like Justin says, and you are the backbone of the company and it, and it stops when you're not there and you're just going 100 miles an hour, you could you can shift that, give that up, delegate, start trusting people, bringing people up around you, and move to a position of, uh, like, and transform essentially into where you're going now, which is you're having some fun with it now. Yeah. 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 And that's what it's all about, man. It's, it's family. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I tell everyone, I'm like, hey, we're here with, we're here with each other. Born, we are with our own families. Mm-hmm. I was all, it's sad if you really think about it, in a way, you know? I was all, but let's make this, let's make it fun. Let's make it the best thing. You know what I mean? I'm like, one of my, my one of my, David, he's been with me the longest. He's a, one of our main project managers, you know, production manager. You know, he's bouncing around, causing, fixing problems and stuff like that, and kind of put out little fires and stuff like that. But I'm like, I'm a, and he's the most energetic, heartful, like, happiest person. But in the same sense, he's his worst, own worst enemy, like I am. You know, we're like twins almost. You know what I mean? He's like my little mini me. And I'm like, I was all, just put it away. I was all, you know, I was all, you almost have to, I tell him, say to get upset about everything. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't going my way or it wasn't doing, happening the way I wanted to. I was all, you almost have to stop what you're doing and then imagine yourself in your mind and take a step back and look in. Elevate. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm sure there's some good phrases about that. You know how to Oh, it's so key, man. Because our emotions start controlling it. And when you start dealing with some of those negative emotions like anger, stress, fear, and anxiety with whatever the situation is, none of that stuff moves the needle forward. Yep. It's all there holding you back. Yep. So if you can get above those emotions, realize what's causing it, and just you know there's there's only so much you can control, and there's everything else that you can't control, you can't control. So just yep. do, do the thing that's in front of you that you can do to help with it, and do the best you can do at that, and then just give yourself some grace, I think, too, to yeah. to say when it's okay to not be perfect, just keep doing the best you can, but keep that that attitude and that emotion at a high level. One of our core values is, is uh, be a light in the darkness because mm-hmm. stuff's going to come up. It's, you know? it's going to happen. Shit is going to happen. And if you can understand it's going to happen ahead of time and don't let it get the best of you, you know, you're going to be better off, especially long term. You know, if you, if you spend a day dwelling every time something goes bad in this life, you're going to lose a lot of days once you get to be 90 and, you look, and you're looking back and reflecting. You could get all that time back. Could just start being a light in the darkness today. Yep. Yeah, 100%. You know, and one of the things in our core values we I want to do, and I, I have everything we need, you know what I mean? I just need to put everything in place. Yeah. You know? It's, it's a game like, changer once you get it on, like you said, start getting it on the walls. Start getting it on some some shirts made with it. Start getting, it's almost an internal brand. Mm-hmm. Culture is, it's an internal brand. Instead of pushing efficient roof finger, solar detach and reset, it's pushing it to your own employees, the brand of who we are, yep. your personal brand. Yep. And it took a, it took a while to get everyone on, every, a lot of the same heart, mind, uh, mind like the people with the heart in the yeah. company. You know what yeah. I mean? It took a, it took a long time to figure that out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I used to think I, used, I would want the biggest and baddest roofers on the planet. I'm like, I need the best people. Yeah. Like that have knowledge about the, 
but speed, knowledge. Yeah, yeah. You know, they get it done and get out, you know, and make, make money, but the core values weren't the same, you know? So uh, we would clash a lot, you know? And I'm like, all right, let's find people with heart. You know, who would and teach them? Yep, and then teach them. Because, I mean, it's not rocket science. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you have someone with heart, like, they're going to learn fast because mm-hmm. they care. They want to be there. They're asking the right questions now. Yep, and once you have, like, a bunch of people with the same mindset, same heart, you know, no matter what, we'll make it right. Yeah. It'll start attracting those same people. Yeah. But you have to put it out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you, if you hide and you're, you know, again, what I love about what you're doing, you know what I mean? It's opened me up a lot. Just watching the little videos, you know? Yeah. And uh, you're killing it too, man. I, I, I love what you're doing out there. I, I'm, I'm seeing all kinds of good stuff come from you guys. Mm-hmm. So you, you're right there. And I think you guys are doing a great job on social. You're getting that attention for sure. So appreciate it. Yeah. But it's huge, you know? It is. You know, I think um, we went through a phase recently that. Uh, we got in a pitch where we were growing, and uh, same thing like you're saying, like hire the guys with the experience, hire the guys that we can just kind of toss right out there and don't have to train too much, and they can just start producing right away because we need to make these jobs happen, right? And it, it put us in a pickle where, like, these guys felt like they didn't have to show up on time, like they could call out whenever they wanted, and they were untouchable because they were so good. And, and it started creating the culture that, well, if Johnny can show up late and call out when he wants and like so can I and then started even the, so some of the newer guys start getting that and next thing you know it's like a bad apple in the bunch that starts spreading and so we had to do a lot of weeding out and then hiring for a culture like you say hiring for heart almost and um, we make everyone now that applies to solar detach and reset they have to go watch a video on each of our core values and then give us feedback on each one and I can see how much of the video they watched if they fast forwarded it and then see their comment so if they don't leave comments, if they don't watch the whole video, if they don't take that part serious, they don't even get to the next level of the interview process. And since we started doing that, it's been such a game changer because now when people are coming to interview with me and talk to me, I know they've gotten past that first phase and the quality of people that I'm talking to and just the buy-in and the good, mm-hmm. you can just see the heart, on, you know, the good hearts on, uh, coming through. Um, our culture is boom, it's starting to shift really and get, get it takes time. Mm-hmm. Right? This thing that doesn't happen overnight. Some of the some of the smallest little things, you know, it's like, I mean, I mean, when you're not when you don't own your own company, you think it's the Instagram post. You know what I mean? You think the grass is always greener on the other side when it's not. Really, just it's a good picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a lot of work to run a company. It's not. It's not that it's a lot of work. It's it's consistent, repeatable behavior. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 a lot and a lot of people need to realize that there is a company for everybody's personality mm-hmm. realistically you know what i mean every company is a little bit different and core values a little bit different sure you know what i mean and if they came into a company to help build that team up you know what i mean i mean i have so many people that brought so much to the table that i didn't know or i didn't know how to do like about our crms or you know about yeah, just a lot of little little things, you know what I mean? It's helped us a lot with our communication and stuff like that. Um, that helped us grow. Yeah, it didn't come from you. It came yep. from your employees. Yep, you know, and I was talking to a guy the other day, you know, and he's like, oh, I want to start my own company, you know, and he's a family member of mine, you know, 
and I think it'd be great, you know, I want to start my own roofing company, you know, and he sees the posts and stuff that um, I'm doing or other people are doing and stuff like that. And I'm like, and I, I was in the gym and I was working out, you know, and I'm like, okay. And I went back to talk to him. I was like, listen, I was all, you'd be a great, I was all, you'd, you could own your own company. I think it'd be great, you know. But if I had to do it over again, I would try to find a company to go into and just do sales. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he has personality adapt, you know what I mean? to connect with people, different personalities, and he has job knowledge, roofing knowledge, you know what I mean? Also, if you did that and came into my company, also, you would excel. You would kill it, and I've already done all the hard work for you. you know, and taking all the risks. And taking all the risks, you know, and, and a lot of these other companies, you know, have done a lot of the hard work already too, you know? I was like, I think you'd be a lot better off to do that. You know, because like Alex, the podcast, Alex Mosey. Yeah. yeah. No matter what, you have to shovel shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, it's, it's an entrepreneur almost at that point, right? Like entrepreneurship definitely isn't for everybody. And it's a hard uphill road, especially the first five years that you start doing it as you're getting until you get some of these teams and things start rolling on their own. But that takes a lot of time and effort and a lot of, um, because of that time and effort and stress, oftentimes, like, you got to have your, your personal stuff together um, to be able to, to go into that venture because it'll eat you up. It'll eat up your marriage. It'll eat up time away from your kids. It'll eat up mm-hmm. what, whatever it is, your, your physical health and fitness. If, that, if those things aren't coming first, the stress of the creating and running a business will take take over is what I'm finding here and as I'm talking to more people. So get, getting your stuff in order, making sure it's for you and right for you because it's a long uphill battle before you get to see, you know, reap the benefits and the rewards of it, I think. Yeah. And, and the entrepreneurial role isn't that, I'm sorry, the entrepreneurial role, being someone who acts as an entrepreneur but within the company, still helping grow and scale it. Mm-hmm. And someone's number two, they can almost make more money than number one sometimes, man, and with all with all the risk removed. And I've so, heard of, like, I've heard of salespeople making more than the, the CEOs of the company. Yeah, if you can sell and get really good at selling and be able to sell anything, hmm. I mean, you, your value is extremely high. We went to an Andy Elliott conference recently, a couple weekends ago, out at Wicopa, um Casino and Resort over, I think it's over your way up, like if you're going up toward Payson. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does this thing where he gets on stage and he's like, all right, who, who who wants to go over a closing with me in your business, your industry? So we got auto sales guys, solar sales guys, roofers, guys selling alarm systems, guys selling insurance company, guys selling chiropractic. He's bringing one up on stage at a time and he's saying, all right, close me on what you do. And they kind of fumble through it and it's and props to them for even getting on stage in front of a couple hundred yeah. and, and getting to, he's, he's like, all right, that was good, but let me, let me try. And he would do it. I wanted to buy from, I, I've already got solar. I was ready to sign up another solar deal on my house, you know? And it's, he, so there's a way to get to a level of expertise in, in sales and professionalism where, man, you, you can really go, if you can, if you can word it right, make it make sense to other people and, and just cut out all the BS and get right to like, why you need this and what, what, what it really means to put on a good quality roof with mm-hmm. a good quality company mm-hmm. who's going to provide the five-star experience and use quality product, 
versus just going cheap. You know, it, it, there's so much value in that. Um, but I think, I guess, are, are you getting into any, um, what are you doing for personal development and training? Um, you know, what are you doing? Are you, I know you're probably reading some books and doing some stuff like that, but what are you doing to to take it to the next level for yourself? Well, honestly, you know, I talked to you about this a little bit before, but, mm -hmm. like, I didn't even think I needed self-development. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and a lot of it was, is I... I was like, all right, and like we talked about, I was like, I want to, like situations like this, you know what I mean? I want to be able to let go. You got to let go to gain new things in a way, you know what I mean? You have to, I need to figure out how to adapt to new situations, new opportunities, stuff like this, you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, well, you know, you got to understand change. You got to understand like addiction is in every form, coffee, alcohol don't matter what it is you know and it's and a lot of it's just habit that's mm -hmm. all it is you got to understand habits that diet soda polar pop yep. that you get every that monster energy drink. you got habit because yeah. it's part of your routine you yeah. know what i mean well i need to understand i can just change my routine on the fly to adapt to the next level you yeah, know what i mean well said. you know and i was like i need to understand this and this is me in my own head you know what i mean if some people got in my head they think i'm crazy probably but I'm all for it, you know. Oh, that's good. And I was like, all right, well, you know, drinking. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, you've drank your whole life. That's the only thing you've not done. Mm -hmm. or, or, or it's the only thing you've not quit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always been your routine. Mm -hmm. I had a rough day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have a beer, you know what I mean, when I get home. I was like, all right. And, like, it caused problems between my household too you mm -hmm. know because there's always one more with your buddies or one more with your family or one more with meeting the client at you know some restaurant you know what i mean mm -hmm. and you attract those people in a way yeah i was all but that wasn't the case then you know i was like i just want to learn i want to understand adaptation mm -hmm. to new things i was like all right quit drinking well i quit drinking then i'm like okay i really want a beer you know what I mean? It's like they're staring me in, in the refrigerator. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I kind of want this more than I knew I really wanted. Yeah. How did I stop? And, and it's a little it's little things, you know, the thing I was battling. You know, and then once I got past all that, you know what I mean? And I got past it, like, I thought that people wanted me to do it, too, because... I thought I, in order to hang out with a, an old friend or a family member or somebody, like, I had to drink. Yeah, it would be weird if they were and you weren't. You know, I uh, love my uncle to death, you know, and he, I went there and he handed me one, you know, and I was like, and I was nervous to go there because I didn't want to fall into it. And I was like, all this hard work, you know, and that was like my next step, you know, because I, I didn't want alcohol anymore, but I didn't want to be pre-pressured, you know, because like I was battling with a uh, self-conscious type of Thing, yeah, I guess in a way, like we talked about. Yeah, and he's like, "You don't have to have one if you don't want one." And I'm like, "I don't have to have it's one." All in here. <laughs> it's all in my head. Yeah, <laughs> boom, next level. Yeah, you know. And I started adapting to so many other things. You know, Your confidence just started skyrocket, build one little thing. All this, yeah. It was it was a huge step, and it was such a small, small hill to climb. You know what I mean? And some people might never even drank you know never really really would understand it in a way you know 
but that, that was over a year ago, ago you know and and now it's just it's just from being able to let go and adapt to new things it's opened so many more doors mm-hmm. you know what I mean for one my relationship's better I've never had a better relationship with my wife mm-hmm. like I want to remarry her it's yeah. so good you yeah. know what I mean yeah and uh, that's helped me so much in business because I'm just I'm able to grab onto something and run with it I just want to commend you and say thank you for because you and I have talked about this a little bit offline but just for your openness to be able to talk about hey this is who I was this was something I struggled with this is how I'm overcoming it growing from it and here's what's happening because of it that that story is a testimony to, to that can really help so many people business owners that are in your same shoes you know where you were a couple of years ago with that who are struggling with some type of addiction whatever it is because because of going back to the high level of stress and what we're doing the environment the construction industry mm-hmm. networking with people and all this leads to like like breed, a breeding ground really mm-hmm. to slip into something like that and i know there's there's people out there who are through it and who subconsciously know deep down man i've been wanting to to kick the can on this thing and I just haven't been able to it, do it. it could be what do you say motivates that? It could know? be the smallest things. You know, it could be you have to have a brand new truck every year. Yeah. You know? You know, yeah. it could be or who knows? I mean, some people have a lot of toys. You know yeah. what I mean? It could be I mean, it comes in every form these habits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it could be one little thing to let go of to trigger that $10 million a year. Mm-hmm. You know? next level whatever whatever that case may be for that yeah for that entrepreneur i was listening to a speaker recently talking about five pillars the the fifth pillar and the last pillar i'll start with it was the finance so get into that 10 million a year whatever that money goal is for you but to get to that finance financial pillar in your life you had to take care of four others which was your physical your mental your emotional and your spiritual mm-hmm. and i think you know that's really what you did is you started taking care of yourself on you know, you're, you're taking care of your body, what you're putting into it, taking care of your mind, mm-hmm. what you're doing with it and how it's growing. And once you're getting all these, these pillars lined up, these other four, money's starting to, to come and, and starting to break through into new, er, new realms of, of possibility when it comes to what we can really do now because these other things are starting to hum. Doors open. Yeah. They just start opening and you, and you just go through them. You know what yeah. I mean? And then you're presented in situations like this and, yeah. you know, meeting with, I met with Eric, uh, Eco Roofing, Eric Perry. I was like, I've always wanted to get to know him. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, I wonder how this guy ticks. You know yeah. what I mean? I met with him. We talked for three hours, yeah, four he's hours. president of the board of Arizona yeah. Roofing Contract Association. Yep. Great guy. He's been on the podcast. Check out, I think it's episode one or two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's always willing to help, right? Yep. Always willing to have, yep. like to sit down and take three hours. Yep. To have a conversation with someone who could be competition, quote unquote, yeah, and and go, how do we help each other in whatever it is we're going through, and just really lay we're, back, right? We're not competition, okay. Take, go get a private flight, go fly around the valley, and look at all the potential that's in this, in just in the valley. Ninety percent of the time, you won't even be bidding the guy that you, that you're gaining knowledge from. Yeah, yeah. We just need to open our minds to mm-hmm. what, again the the pie that's out there, and there's yeah. so much for everyone. And there's ways to learn from one another, for sure. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, and we haven't talked about solar and, and roofing industry at all because we're getting just too good on on, on, the, on this other stuff. But uh, my wife and I work together. 
we didn't always work together. I used to, you know, work for a solar company, and she used to be a school teacher. Mm -hmm. And it's a new dynamic, a new balance that we've had to find in us working together and finding the right role of what she wants to be doing in it and moving her around and figuring out what does that look like and how do we create the, the work-life balance to make sure we're not always having a business meeting every night at din the dinner table mm -hmm. and we are still filling each other's cups in terms of our, our marriage and our love for one another. Mm -hmm. and you, you recently um, hired your wife, yeah. is that what I say? Yeah. Hired Jen, and, and so she was doing something else and you brought her into Efficient now and, and she's just been killing it out here. I'd love yep. to hear about how it's going with your relationship on the back end and what does that dynamic look like now working with her? In uh, talking about, this is the like, I'm 38, you know, and I've done a lot of fun stuff. I'm having the most fun in business I've ever had in my entire life. Like, the toys and all the stuff don't even matter to me anymore just because work is so much fun. And by hiring my wife two years ago, I'm like, there ain't no way I would be able to do that. You know what I mean? But a lot of it was me. You know what I mean? Until I fixed myself, got in tune got my mind right and everything like that, you know, I started seeing these other opportunities. And one of them was sitting right in front of me, sleeping right next to me. Yeah, she had so much potential, <laughs> you know, talent that yep. could be utilized and had been overlooked, mm -hmm. yep. if you will. Yeah. And, and I thought about it a long time, and I'm like, okay. And she did mortgage. Well, interest, rate up, interest rates went up. Yeah. You know, she got slow. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, door's open for a reason. You know, and if you don't go through the door, you're never going to know what's on the other side. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, honey, what do, you, what do you think about coming into the company? You know, I mean, she's great. She can adapt. She's personality. She's fun. She can adapt to any person out there. You know what I mean? And it's not about a ton of knowledge that can be taught. You know what I mean? The knowledge for roofing and everything like that can be taught. Like, But being able to adapt to different personalities and be able to talk to anybody... That's a gift. That's a huge gift. That's one of the, the most powerful mm -hmm. gifts. It, if you check out one of our recent podcasts we just threw up either last week or the week before with Rio Osorio um, and his business partner, Dan, and I asked him what his title and his role was, and he said, I'm, I consider myself CRO. I'm like, what is CRO? He's like Chief Relationship Officer. And he, 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 yep. his entire job is looking for that next person, that next relationship, that next connection that is going to change everything. Yep. So I think it that's all it takes. It's just getting in front of the right person, figuring out a way to get their attention enough to get a little bit of their time to start that relationship. You start building it and the next thing you know it's it's rippling effect and this person knows that person and that person knows that person and it just starts growing. But you gotta have the right mentality to go and see that high level and be after it and hungry for it. Because if you're in your own world and you're just worried about your day to day and what you're doing after work and, the, mm -hmm. and you're not like spending time to really foster and seek out those relationships you're missing yeah. out yeah it's and you 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 nailed it right there you know what i mean that's what it's all about in order to create that you know and they have that that person has to be ready to be able to just go out in the world to meet people you know it's what an mean? intentional act yep it doesn't just come but for most people at least yep. for me and you it mm -hmm. doesn't come naturally yep you know in the company we got some figuring out to do you know um how to the pay scale how to do it you know what i mean sure like do a do a commission based type thing i don't know yeah. you know we're still figuring that out but yeah. right out of the gate she came out it came into the company for one our relationships flawless right now yeah. you know what i mean i never thought that would have happened yeah which 
and then uh, two, she's some of the largest roofs I've ever seen before were her first two clients. Yeah. You know, exciting. <laughs> like one one's a skyscraper. You kind of had to like dial her back a little bit. Like, hold on, I think we just didn't leave. Let's, let's, let's just start here, honey, and then we can uh, start taking the Eiffel Tower or whatever. Can, can we stick to like two story, three story yeah. stuff? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, she's all, you know, am I not? I'm like, no, you're doing like too good. Yeah, yeah, you're standing on top of some skyscraper and down yeah. the Phoenix going, yeah. okay, I think we can do this. Yeah. I don't know how you got us here, but we're here. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I would have never had time to create this relationship with this person. Yeah. You know? And it's so exciting when it's the tip of the iceberg, like you say, and you're like, just like, man, what's, what's next year hold? When she starts getting some traction, some real traction, yep. and, and these relationships do start rippling and, it's huge, and I'm, I'm excited to to see and hear how she develops with you guys. And like I said, it's just easily relatable for me. And I know, like even you're talking about Eric, him and his wife are are working together with Eco Roofing, and and a lot of business owners. They just they're the 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 husbands and the wives are starting to find ways to collaborate more. I think I think it's just a more common thing I'm seeing out there. Yeah. So it's good. You guys are getting it figured out. You and your wife really triggered it for oh, me, you oh, know, awesome. because the last event we went to at Top Golf, I believe. Yeah. Oh, what was that one called? Yeah, that was a Roofers Networking Group RNG. Okay. Yeah. It. Yeah. Great. Met a lot of. Talked to a lot of great people there, you know, and mm-hmm. I talked to your wife quite a bit. You yes. know, And so did my wife. That yeah. was her like first, first real thing we went to. That was like her. That was like her first day of work. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I'm like. But, but I'm like, okay, we can really make this work, you yeah. know, because this, this guy over here is killing it, you yeah. know. I'm like, she's been, it sounds like she's been doing solar for 50 years, <laughs> you know. She hears me talk about it enough. Yeah. She, um, I recently got sick in Tucson. We were doing uh, some networking down there for three days, three or four days. And on day two, like, I lost my voice. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even talk. I could barely swallow. I'm like... I wrote on a pen on a pad to her. I was like, "You got to do this." <laughs> She's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "You got to go. All these stops we were gonna make, the d- distributors we're gonna go into, all the, uh, the drops dropping off, whatever we're dropping. You got to go handle it." One, I don't want to get anyone else sick, but I can't even. You know, they're gonna be like, "What? What did you say?" And so, but she stepped it up and just starts handling it, and mm-hmm. like she's. She's she's going into these roofer offices and like 20, 30 minutes are going by and I'm sitting in the truck going, do I need to go like check on her right now? It's, but she's coming out just glowing mm-hmm. and just like, man, that was so great. Like we had this great conversation and she's setting up, she's just doing it. And I'm like, you don't even need me anymore. That door like, open, man. Yeah, you could just, you yep. could just do this. You know? yep. and, and I don't know if that's necessarily what she wants to be doing long term, but she's she's good at it, and we make we made it definitely a good team. It was it was awesome to see her step up uh, and handle it. Uh, and then she's going on and following up with com- these phone conversations with owners of roofing companies who are doing you know a, a lot of money per year, and, and and she's having these 15, 20 minute conversations about who we are, what we do, mm-hmm. just answering the questions like I would answer. Mm-hmm. And so to see her grow from uh, elementary school teacher into it, and it's not growing like that that was definitely that wasn't a lower level position just transitioning from your whole life being about teaching these kids how to do you know math writing arithmetic care care about themselves and one another into 
Okay, now we're going to talk about solar detach and Lisa and mm-hmm. what does it look like for us to bridge the gap and work to one another and, and she's she's killing it. Think, that, think how scary it is for our wives to come into this. Yeah. You know? Especially when it's you've been doing it a long time I've been doing it a long time and they just and now they're in it with us. You know? mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely there's definitely got to be some some fear there but man it seems like it, se- it seems like they're overcoming it almost better than I could have if I was in her shoes. <laughs> right. So. Um, so, so to talk about getting get the solar a little bit mm-hmm. and, and roofing, um, when did you start seeing solar come on the market? Um, and when did solar start getting your attention? Like that it was even a thing that, that you were going to, something you were going to have to deal with. When did you, most people will say it became a problem. Mm-hmm. Did it ever become a problem for you? And, and what did the, your first initial run into with solar look like? It, it it was a problem, you know, but I didn't talk to a lot of people back in that day. You know what I mean? And I came across it. I tried to talk them out of doing that back half of the roof. Just, hey, dude, yeah. just, let's just do everything, yeah. all the other roof slopes that don't have solar. Yep. So many people are doing that still today. Yep. And, uh, you know, and, and, and it, it can be a pain, too, sometimes when they got, like, a, a warranty with their solar panels or within existing companies, stuff like that, you know, but... I try to give your name out absolutely as much as I possibly can. You know what I mean? I have five or six um, leads out there right now with your name on the contract right now, mm-hmm. just uh, waiting for everything to close, you know? But it's something that we're not going to be able to get away from. Um, Arizona in five to seven years is going to be all solar, you know? Um, that's It's going to be a way we're going to have to figure out how to get power from. It's 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 inevitable. Yeah. Um, so it's something roofers are going to have to deal with. So one, I think you're killing it. You know what I mean? Because you can come in, remove it, and your team works so great with like clients and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Next day you're there, or same day if if possible to give the estimate because a lot of it's time. If you give that homeowner time to sit and think about it, you know, a week or two two weeks go by. You know, the, the the roofer that talked him out of having to remove the back half where the solar is, you know what I mean, will get the job. Yeah, we'll just save money and not do yeah. it. So one of the things I think, uh, just your time frame, uh, getting to it so quick, you know what I mean, yeah. helps bridge uh, that gap. Yeah, because if you go back and look at some of those houses that you said, hey, let's just not do that slope, let's do the other slope. Maybe there was some competition you were going up with. I don't know if there was a company at the time that was doing detach and reset out there, or if someone had a solution, you know. Uh, but in, in today's day and age, like, if you're doing that now and saying, no, let's just avoid that this portion of the roof, and then someone like you or, or someone else is coming in with the solution on that piece and answering the questions about all the stuff that you said is creating the headache. Like, what about the warranty? What about the, this is a lease, what do we do with that? Like, what do we... All this new stuff, where it's like I've just been doing roofs, right? And I know everything about roofs, and I know the product on the roof, and now I've got these these warranty and these moving parts going on on the roof, and this other aspect. Um, and so having someone that can answer the questions and, and relieve that, um, I guess I guess bring some peace to the customer that we know what we're doing with all the warranties, all the equipment, all the scheduling, how we're going to handle everything. It's just we're we're taking what was a difficult uncoordinated situation where we didn't have a lot of answers 
and we're flipping that to making it really easy. Um, but someone who can do that for a customer now, they're, they're more likely to win that job. Yep. Right? And so if you go back and you look at all the jobs maybe you avoided solar on, there's lost money there, right? Mm -hmm. if, if we could hindsight and be working with a company like Solar Detach and Reset or Solar Detach and Reset from the get-go, mm -hmm. um, there was more potential to close those jobs. And so that's really what we're trying to do now is, okay, well, we can't change the past, but we can change every job we go to now that has solar on it and we can have that solution we can have that that answer and that streamlined solution so now we're going to start winning more of these and, and so we're increasing your revenue as a roofing contractor by having the solution as you go up against your competition who hasn't figured this piece out yet um uh, and maybe it's a little more clunky and so i think as we look like you said five ten years down the road we start having more and more solar installed more roofing companies are going to start having that solar expert mm -hmm. because they're realizing they're catching on. I mean, I, I know just from our growth in terms of how many roofers and relationships we're growing with. Yep. So what does it look like once, you know, you, all your competition or majority of your competition now, because right now I feel like it's kind of an advantage to have someone that works and handles it versus the people that don't. But as more people do, you lose that advantage. And I think... You know, what does that look like five, ten years from now when everyone's got a solar detach reset expert? Mm -hmm. You know, now you're now you're just trying to go back to talking about what what makes this relationship better than whatever they have going on if it's something different than what we're doing and adding value. Yeah, I think every roofer, every roofing company or every roofer needs to have solar detach reset, you know, in their back pocket because, for one, you're going to make more money. You know, it's going to be easy to coordinate the panels. It, that's you guys do all the work. You know what I mean? But you're going to get another ten to twenty square out of each job. You know, um, in order to do that, you know, presenting it the proper way to the homeowner. You know, that's a, that's something that needs to be talked about a little bit more. You know. You, mm -hmm role-playing in a way like that, you sure. know what I mean? It's something we kind of try to do it at our office, you know, uh, work on your closing words. Oh, my gosh, we just had a meeting on this yesterday. Word tracks and mm -hmm. closing words, and so you guys do weekly or monthly trainings on that? Yeah, we we try to, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, uh, you know, just to be able to get in and out, you know what I mean? Because I know me, when I go to purchase something, if I have time to think about it, I'll forget about it or move on, and I'll come back to it the following year or the next year when it gives me a problem again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just getting in there, working on your closing words, and just getting the job sold um, is huge. You know, and it's hard. I, I battle with it daily, you know. That's why I want to do... I've been kind of out of sales a little bit, just kind of doing an ownership role, you know. But I want to be more relevant every day to doing sales because you kind of lose those little affirmations you need to um, have in your vocabulary yeah for the the word tracks themselves yeah. and then who's teaching that to your team yep yep we've got two project coordinators which I'm very I'm very thankful for both of them that we have these these great guys working with us and I, I love having two because now we can look and do comparisons and we can learn and grow from and with each other. Mm -hmm. So I can look at what's this guy doing mm -hmm. that's causing his closing ratio to be at 
this percentage versus what's this guy missing and how do we get him up there? Um, or it could, and they could learn the same thing, vice versa, on the, yeah. on the flip side of that with just, you know, what are you saying up there? What does that word track look like? Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you do when the customer says something like this and how do you handle that mm-hmm. objection? So, yeah, just going back into um, get, getting the, the word tracks, getting the sales process in place, getting something in writing so you can do these sales trainings and get everyone on the same page as you grow and scale your sales team so that everyone's, you know, you don't want a bunch of robots out there, but you want everyone to be kind of in line with what's going to add the most value to the customer, what's going to close the most deals, yep. and how do we build confidence in the customer to get them to hit that approve button and not kick the can of year down the road. And, yep. and um, you know, it's, it's not like we're trying to be you know, a bunch of used car salesmen like push people into something that they don't want. Like this is a, a roof that they need. Yeah. And it's something the cost is going up on over time as material get and labor go up. And if you do it in a busy season where all the roofers are now like super busy and booked out, now the prices are going up because they, they can. So just trying to get your customers to understand like, you know, if you've got a bad roof, it's only a matter of time and now's the best time. These homeowners need to protect their, their home is one of their largest investments. Yeah. If you really think about it. Yeah, so why would you ever think about going cheap on something like yep. that? 100%. You don't want to be messing with this couple years down the road or months, God mm-hmm. forbid. Um, so what, what, just to start wrapping this up, Justin, what would you say to the roofing contractor out there? And you may have said this a little bit already, but if you're talking right to them and... Um, you were going to give them some advice on bridging the gap between the solar and roofing industry and how to do that. Because right now, let's say they're on the opposite end of the spectrum where you were a couple of years ago. Like they're not working with any, like they're avoiding solar. Pretty mm-hmm. much. And, and I think, you know, for, for us to keep these industries getting pulled together, we have to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And it starts with relationships. But what would, you, uh, what would you say to that roofing contractor out there? How do you bridge the gap between the solar and roofing industry? What would be some first steps? I mean, well, for one, you said it right there, is you got to bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you, you, you have to get out there, find a, a solar remove, a solar detach reset company. You know what I mean? to work with and have it in your back pocket because if you don't you're going to be behind the ball yeah you know what i mean because it's inevitable in the future you're going to have you're going to need it it's it's every home's going to have solar on you know what i mean so what i could say to these people is uh you know get out there reach out and get a hold of one of your team members or whoever they can to you know create these conversations, do some podcasts and tours, be relevant to where you can remember when you're doing that sale. Oh yeah. You know, got a solution. I need Ty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ty can help me with this. Ty can help me sell this. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then by having your team come in at, you know, you, your team does, they're very professional. You know what I mean? And it, by having your team come in, it's going to show the quality and the customer service that they will get. Mm-hmm. Because you guys offer such a great, great thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's something no, no, no one wants to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But it's something you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well said. Thank you for that. And and where can uh, where can everyone find you at, Justin? Um, website, social media handle, phone number, whatever you want to throw out. If someone wants to start following what you're doing out there, 
uh, I, I know that we're probably start, going to start seeing some stuff with you and your wife working together, maybe on your social and getting yep. her involved with some social. But if they want to start following your story, what you're doing, or if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Man, uh, well, we post stuff on Facebook and Instagram. You know, I think we do a little my team does a little bit of Twitter stuff. I don't do a whole lot of Are you on doing the Twitter? Yeah, I don't I don't have a Twitter account. The company does. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's it's a times are changing. I man. know. I'm looking at TikTok. I'm looking, do I need to be in that? I'm like, or Twitter, I don't know. TikTok. That's what it was. TikTok. Oh, not okay. a Twitter. Yeah. yeah. That's an Elon Musk thing, a Twitter thing. I think. Yeah. It's still it's still out there. You got the LinkedIn, you got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but uh, we have all the social media platforms, you know, you see, you can see our videos, stuff like that. Okay. Um, and all of our information's out there. So awesome. just type in efficient roofing and then we'll pop up. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, check them out. And you guys do commercial and residential. Commercial correct? and residential. You know, probably 20% commercial. I'd like to change that for the future, you know, but there's still a lot more things we need to put in place before then. And you guys are specialize in doing doing foam as well is that correct or is it pretty much you do everything uh we we pretty much do everything you know but we do we have two rigs you know so we we have like four four coating pumps 833s in-house i love that yeah so uh, we do a lot of flat roof systems you know it's one of our specialty we do a lot of silicone coatings Mm. uh, and tile you know Recently, we just started doing, uh, we've always done asphalt shingles. You have to do it, Mm -hmm. you know, but we started, we got in with GAF. They offer some great training and stuff like that. Um, And uh, we've been killing it with asphalt too lately. So um, whatever you got, man. Yeah, we do it. We do it all, you know. Um, We don't do a whole lot of single ply. Okay. You know, it's, it is the way of the way of the future. You know what I mean? There's no maintenance on it. So it's smart for a homeowner to do it, mm-hmm. you know. But that's why we try to push a little bit of silicone coatings because uh, you don't have to reseal your roof every five to six years. You What's know? the time frame on that? Uh, manufacturers offer like a 25, 20 to 30 year guarantee. For one coat of silicone? Yep, wow. one coat. And that's like over, you have to put over two gallons a square. Okay. But Arizona is a little bit different. You know what I mean? I like I, our contracts. I shed off five years. Yeah, you know there's I mean? a lot of expansion yeah, and contraction yeah. going on out yeah, there. There is a ton, you know, and yeah. I try to recommend homeowners do an inspection every five years, you know. Oh, great, great recommendation. Well, go find these guys. Uh, find them on social. Find their website. Check them out. Uh, see what they're doing out there. They're posting a ton of great content. Um, and, in, and as you guys know, if you've made it this far in the podcast, this is a, a good dude sitting right here next to me. He's got a good heart. He's building a team of like-minded individuals, and that's what it's all about. You want to know you're working with someone that you can trust, someone that's going to communicate well, and who, who cares about you and your roof. And so uh, you won't find that uh, any better than the person right here, Justin Laughlin. Thank you so much for being on, man. I really appreciate you coming Thanks, on the Bridge the Gap podcast. And uh, we'll have to do it again soon. And, yeah. and uh, I can't wait to see you at the next event, brother. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Let's do it more. Awesome. Be great. Thanks. <laughs>